following is a presentation of Team Glory Sports. Glory FM and Team Glory Sports presents High School Basketball. Tonight for Fly Branch High School, it is the Falcons taking on the Dawson County Tigers in non-reason play. In High School Basketball, 97.5 Glory FM being brought to you this evening by Condition Air Systems, by NGPG Ortho and Sports Medicine, by Riverside Pharmacy, by Cyber Logistics, and by Altree's Ace Hardware. And I everyone, along with Joe Gailey, Mike Parker, with the coach side here at the Falcons Nest in South Hall County for this first game of the regular season for us in 2023-2024. Tipping off our 26th season, bringing you high school hoop action here on 97.5 Glory FM. And we got to go in here. We were here last year for the first game of the regular season between these two teams. Joe, you see really how the important this first ball game can be. It is. It's going to be a re- important first ball game for both of them. Now, Dawson County has already played one. They had the little uh, little invitation or whatever at their gym last Saturday. So both of their teams are 1-0, but it'll be the first game game for Flyer Branch. They had a scrimmage last week, and it'll be the first game, if you will, for the Lady Falcons. Falcons tonight and the Lady Falcons I think are probably improved over last year they got nine seniors three juniors three sophomores so they're senior laden I think they'll have a pretty good group of kids this year I, you know they, they had a decent group last year a lot of returners obviously and Dawson County you know they've got six uh, seniors five juniors and three sophomores and uh, they've got a lot of kids back from last year too so I think they'll have a pretty decent little team you know they beat uh, precise central the other night uh, pretty bad and um, I was talking to Will just a few minutes ago, the head coach, Will Anglin, and, and he said it was kind of a combination of both that Central's not really that strong, but they played pretty good too, did, uh, did Dawson County. So it, 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 it's going to be who gets out of the gate first, uh, and I'm interested to see if they're going to use the shot clock tonight because I don't see it on right now, and I don't know if anybody's here to, to run it. So uh, that'll be interesting to see. And uh, if they do that, that'll make them play faster, as we saw last year. If not, you may see Flair Branch slow it down, or you could. And I don't think Dawson County is going to slow it down, that's for sure. No, no, don't about that. I, I would think that's automatic. In the GHSA rule now, you got to have a shot. Well, I, obviously, obviously, region games are and tournament games are and that right. kind of thing. But, you know, when, when you're playing a preseason game, I'm not 100% sure. Okay. Uh, I didn't get to talk to the officials before the game, so I'm not totally under, I don't know that one. Uh, we'll see when they turn it on here right before the game, I can yeah. tell you for sure. For Dawson County, they start things off with the Rogers Slate Memorial Tournament back on Saturday. Rogers Slate, long-time supporter of basketball mm-hmm. and sports in general over in Dawson County, had that event back on Saturday there at the Fort Phillips Center at Dawson County High School. And for Will Angles' team, they're the team supposed to really get past Lumpkin County now yep. with the change over there in Dahlonega with David Dallas retiring and now then going down to Mount Vernon with the new coach. Looking forward to meeting her there at Lundin County. Mm-hmm. And then you see what Courtney Newton's got to do for his team for them to continue to grow. Last year was a frustrating year for her, no mm-hmm. doubt about it, especially in county games, Ladeerland Tournament, and then also in region play. They're in region A, quad A. Dawson County is in region 7, triple A. Uh, we'll hear from Courtney Newton at halftime with the boys' ball game. Uh, on the boys' side, we'll hear from Coach Todd Cottrell, the head coach of Dawson County during Halftime is first girls matchup this evening. 
looking forward to meeting David Hawkins because uh, we followed him back in his high school days at Johnson High. His assistant coach, Tyler Sanders, former head coach at Norris Hall and assistant coach at Johnson. It's great to see Tyler back on the sidelines here and helping out Coach Hawkins here at Flying Branch. They've got Landon Mueller talking to his dad, J.D., and he and I go way back. He said that in their scrimmage game against Johnson, Landon put down 31 points the other night wow. in their scrimmage game, and Landon is the two-time defending co-ed three-point shooting champion yep. down at the state championships in the March there at GHSA. So we know he can head outside. I'd be curious to see how many threes the Falcons put up in the boys' ball game the evening against Coach Todd Cottrell, who at one time, Joe may remember, was a head coach here at yep. Fly Branch. Exactly. He was here for a short time, and, and uh, I think he was here after he left Light County. If I'm not mistaken, he was here. He was at Lakeview for a little while. He's Dawson, been at Dawson for several years now. Um, had a, good, uh, a couple of good years, and they kind of hit some of those young guys coming through, and now he's building the program back up. And we'll talk about him a little bit later. You talk about the uh, Landon being a three-point champion. Well, Bella Brick on the girls' side, she's graduated now, but she was a two-time defending state champion on three-point shot, too, at the GHSA state tournament at the end of the season. So I wonder who will take her place at that uh, at that level shooting the threes. Be interested to see for Coach Courtney Newton. Her girls from Fire Branch, Will Angle, and the girls from Dawson County coming next. We'll talk more as a countdown to tip off of our first broadcast of the season as you're tuned to high school basketball on 97.5 Glory FM. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Ear Systems. Family owned and operated for over 35 years, we offer the best service in North Georgia for heating, air, and plumbing. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at conditionedearsystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. Well, the high school basketball season tips off after the end of the regular season of high school football. We're into the state playoffs. Second round action coming up Friday night here on 97.5 Glory FM with Lumpkin County taking on Oconee County. But with that, the regular season football ends. Time to tip things off of basketball. you got both of them this week here on 97.5 Glory FM with high school hoop action tonight. High school football on Friday, then college football on Saturday, and college basketball coming up on Sunday as we bring you the most, most local sports coverage on your radio station in North Georgia. And really the excitement, Joe, the anticipation of what's going to happen really in this first big matchup of the season. Well, it is, and everybody looks forward to it. Obviously, all the girls that may have run any cross country, they're in condition now for basketball, and the basketball players have been you know, getting ready for the last you know, three or four weeks. All the basketball, the boys' basketball players on the opposite side there, several of those kids just came out of football. And with Dawson and Branch both done now, you know, they, they've only had a week or less for them to practice. And, you know, Branch was made in the first round of the playoffs. So, you know, Jeremiah Ware is the only football player, and he's out. But he only had like a day of practice before tonight. So I think he's going to play tonight. But he's only been here, you know, for that 24-hour 
time period. So, you know, we'll see how they do tonight. And see, I know we talk early every year about them being in football shape before they're in basketball shape. So it'll be interesting to see how quickly it takes them to get into basketball shape. And you'll see conditioning, how important it is, especially if you're up and down, running up and down the court. Oh, yeah, exactly. I mean, you're going to give out in a hurry. And I was talking to uh, Coach Sanders, assistant coach for the boys, a while ago, and I, I said, are you all going to two platoon? Or are you going to – he said, nope, we're so young that we're going to have to just rotate kids in and out. We, we're, we're not deep enough to go to platoon. Now, looking at the girls' squad, you got uh, 15 on Dawson County and 12 on Flair Branch. I think they may can sub two or three at a time. We'll just have to see how the flow of the game goes because you might want to get into a five-on-five five or a four-for-four, four four, that kind of thing, and see how that goes. But what's interesting, too, in high school basketball, maybe a little different even in high school football, is that you, you're able to see, at least from our vantage point, the differences in each team and really the adjustments being made by the coaches on the fly during a game. Sure, a, a perfect point right there because on the fly is exactly right. They, you're talking about in-game adjustments. You know, we talk about, uh, what was it, we heard Coach Heath Webb say his kids last year, his defensive guys do something up over in the dirt for his defense yep. uh, for their kids. It's something they hadn't seen against Gordon Lee. And that, that's what has to happen here. That's why they got their little boards where they can draw full, okay, we got to do this, we got to do this. And they get the five timeouts, as usual, three fulls, which is a 40, a 60 second, and then two halves or two 30 second timeouts. Um, I do see a, a GHSA guy who officiated in the JV game, so they will have the shot clock tonight. It'll be in play. And so that might hurry him up a little bit, and uh, we'll see how it goes. I, I think it, uh, it'll be interesting. Early in the season, everybody's trying to see what everybody can do because they don't count in the region yet. Well, think about too, too, Joe. Look at the philosophy. It, a lot of times now with a three-point shot in high school basketball, that you'll see teams go from the outside, they'll go in. Go, in. go back to David Dowson's, mm-hmm. his philosophy on County. Let's start inside, then go back outside. Yeah. And You're that, much more effective that way. That's how you and I grew up knowing the game. Yes. You, went, you, you started inside and worked your way back out. You pounded it pound inside, look for that. Nothing there. You tip it out, look for the long. But that was way before the three-point shot, too. But that's how it used to be played. And now everybody, I mean, even the big kids shoot it from three-point land now. So. That's the thing, about too, about size. You want to have somebody big. And for a girl, it might be 5'8", five, 5'9", five, 5'10". Right. Yep. And yep. Then, then you could be a post player because you got to have some bulk underneath mm-hmm. to be able to get rebounds. Sure, exactly. Well, and, and you know, the, you see these kids that are 5'8", five, 5'9", five, on the girls' side that can go inside and out, and they'll have to do that uh-huh. uh, this year. You know, you got uh, Anna Ayers is a senior this year. She's returning. Abby Samples Slayton. Abby is returning, and she was a, a key a key cog, as I'll call it, uh, in last year's Lady Tigers team, and I'm sure she's going to be one of those leading scorers for them, and she'll shoot it outside, but she'll also take it to the hoop. Well, you see really the changes in 7 AAA for the Lady Tigers. Mm-hmm. Of course, you got Wesley again. you got to always look at what that team is, the, the private school there in the region. Then you look at you know the changes. You know, West Hall's got a second-year coach, and they're trying to build that program at West Hall. Yep. New coach there at White County with Jarvis Davenport moving down to North Hall. Mm-hmm. And you look at Lumpkin County with a new coach. And then what's happening at Pickens and, Dawson, uh, Pickens and Gilmer, then Dawson County's got a great chance to be the number one team in this region. They do. I think the you know, Wesleyan is, is kind of usually there, but White and, White and Lumpkin have been the teams the last couple of years. Uh-huh. And uh, so I think this year uh, Dawson's got a time to slide back in there. But like I was, again, talking to Will before the game, Dawson County's had great girls' basketball tradition forever. You know, way back, I, we, you and I can both remember back when Steve Sweat were going to the Final Four, seemed like every year, and uh, had some really darn good teams back and playing in the old gym that I refereed in. I shared a story with Will about that. 
Uh, and I refereed with Coach Sweat and Grady Turner back in the day. So it ought to be interesting tonight to see how they come out of the gate and uh, get going. We'll have one jump ball to start the game in this alternating possession. If we have to have another one, it'll be in the overtime period. I don't know of any new rules this year either, do you? No, sir. And in, in chatting with a couple of guys, uh, to my knowledge, there are no new rules. Thank goodness. Uh, if there are any new ones, we'll catch them probably during the game. <laughs> but I don't know of any this year. And you may see, again, the one thing you and I have complained about, I guess, and looked at, critiqued, is that you can't really have as much fun playing them because you're so into winning in what clock you know, the, the player like you and I would never have had a chance. You oh, got you got to be exactly. an athlete now to be able to play. Yeah, exactly. You got you got to be an athlete, and you got to crash the boards after a shot goes up, and leave one person back to get back on defense. It's just it's such a it's it's, it's it was always a technical game back then. And of course, we, you and I remember the days of, of the the four corners at North Carolina, mm-hmm. and we even ran some of that stuff at North Hall back in the day. You run a little four corners. But with and, that too, yeah. you see how the philosophy of coaches have changed. It's okay. Let's go for a three and bang the boards. That yep. kind of thing. Yep. Yep. And it's like he's taking the finesse out of the game. Mm-hmm. A lot of it has. And that's why I love David Dowse, what he did at Lumpkin County. Mm-hmm. You might see half a dozen passes in, inside of a 30-second, five-second shot clock. You know? Exactly and right. And then getting exactly. the open girl, boom, you're good to go. Same thing with the boys. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I think we might see a lot of that tonight, the shot going up, especially if they got an open shot outside the three or outside, even inside the arc, if they've got an open shot. And with that defense has changed, too. That's what to me is what's all important, too, Joe, is that – you don't see many zone defenses anymore, do you? Hardly ever. Unless you're getting foul trouble and you're not a deep team, you're going to play man-to-man or girl-to-girl, and that's the way they're going to play. You might do a matchup zone or something, uh, but hardly ever you're going to see a 2-3 or a, an old 1-2-2, 2-1-2 zone like we played back in the day. All right, longtime friend Ethan Banks, who is now the PA announcer here at Flyer Brands, is going to say hello, and then they're going to play the national anthem. we get the starting orders. And we're going to get into our feet. We're back in two minutes with starting lineups here on 97.5 Glory FM. 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville. It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. We're so proud to announce that Autry's Ace Hardware now carries a full line of Ego battery-powered equipment. And what a full line it is. Trimmers, blowers, chainsaws, and a universal battery that powers every piece of Ego equipment for our convenience and savings. These tools definitely have impressive power, which is surely why Ego is the number one rated brand in cordless power. Yep, and Autry's Ace is also a certified Ego service center. Come check out the Ego outdoor power equipment at Autry's Ace Hardware, Thompson Bridge Road in Gainesville. It's time to start lineup 0975 Glory FM with them. Here's Joe Gailey. First for the uh, Mr. team from Dawson County, they'll be wearing a old gold jersey with maroon 
Those are their two primary colors. Starters, numbers, you have junior zero, Eva Bishop. A senior, number five, Kendra Coker. A senior, number 12, Morgan Chester. A senior, number 21, Abby Samples Slayton. And a senior, number 43, Anna Ayers. They are coached by Will Anglin. They are 1-0 on the season. Flower Branch, the Lady Falcons, all in white. They have on their red, trimmed in black uniforms tonight. Coach Courtney Newton's team will start a junior, number one, Jeselyn Templin. Number three, a senior, Jayla Goods. A senior, number 11, Caitlin Cangelosi. A senior, number 12, Amaya Scott. And a senior, number 23, Denia Randolph. That's your starters for both teams. You'll have Flower Branch going left to right to start with. And Dawson County going right to left as you listen or look at your radio dial. Georgia it would be, it'd be interesting to match ups here early on. Yes, mm-hmm. it will. Yeah, somebody's going to have to be on Slayton and Chester. That's the two, two of the main scores from last year. We'll have to see how that goes. And Dawson County is going to play really hard-nosed defense for sure. So we'll see how that goes for them. They're out on the floor. Chester is your will be jumping center for Dawson County. She wears number 12. And you'll have number 23, Randolph, Denia Randolph, jumping center for Flowery Branch. Getting ready to tip here from the nest at Flowery Branch to toss up. Flair Branch gets it back right to a branch player. Randolph gets it out front, gets over to Cangiolosi. Cangiolosi on the right wing. She's looking inside. She goes inside. She got a girl. She went up. No shot. shot, and it was blocked. uh, Flair Branch got it. Shot clocks at 20. Will run down. Jayla Guts has the basketball. Gives off to Maya Scott. Scott goes down the right wing, left wing. Gives over here to Randolph. Randolph to Cangiolosi. Cangiolosi. Tries to go in the middle, kicks it out, knocked away by Dawson County with five on the shot clock. It'll be out on the wing, be five seconds on the shot clock. It's going to, they got to run it down, it'll be five on the shot clock. They reset it to 25, and it's only supposed to be five. Yep, they get officials making sure they got it right. It'll go five seconds on the shot clock because it got tipped out of bounds. It wasn't a shot, so it'll go five but I have to run it down or whatever. We're just underway here at 729, no score. We are having the shot clock and our first on game one this year, Mike, having to readjust the shot clock. Yes, and that's a, <laughs> a common thing. Yep. Also, Joe, say hello. You're going to love this. We had a listener send us an email over the weekend after our game Saturday night mm-hmm. from Tipton, Georgia, said he'd be tuned in to all of our broadcasts. Fantastic. And we appreciate that from, from much. Tipton. It just shows you how much we're getting out there. Fantastic. And reaching people. Fantastic. Well, i got a good friend of mine um, that was recreation down there for a long time. Mr. Craig was a long time. He retired about a year after I did, I guess. They're still trying to get it reset. And I see Coach Courtney Newton has come on and gotten involved in the reset of it. Yeah, one thing, too, was if there's no change possession there, and mm-hmm. the, Joe said no shot that goes out of tip. Yep. Then you, know, you look at the, what time was left on the clock right. there. Got tipped out with five seconds, and that's, they've got it reset now. Randolph throws it in to Guds. Guds, top of the key. She drives down the left side, kicks it over to Cangiolosi. Shot clock violation. They only had five, so they had to shoot it in a hurry. Good defense that time by Dawson County. They'll have it under under the goal on the 
far right end down there. They'll kick it in. You will have Morgan Chester. She throws it in to Anna Ayers. Then to go into Chester on the lob, she tosses it over to Bishop. Bishop kicks it out to Slayton. Slayton for two. Knocked it down. Two-nothing, Lady Tigers. Tamplin will throw it in. She gets it in to Scott. Scott back to Tamplin. Tamplin in the backcourt. Got a 2-1-2 press by Dawson County. They broke it, got it up. Get it over there, and they're going to have a foul on Eva Bishop as Maya Scott was going up, and she got bumped, and she went up for the shot. And so Scott will be shooting two with 6.54. A lot of times you will hear us talk about full-court presses because nothing else, that takes time off the clock. Yep, it does. Scott will shoot the first one of two. It's up and it is short, but rolls in. The rims here are, you can call them forgiving or unforgiving because they're they're they they're very loose in my opinion. Both ends. I watched it a lot in the JV boys game. Two to one is your score. Dawson County with the early lead. The second shot by Scott is up and is short. Rebound comes out, tipped and tipped. Flair Branch gets it, kicks it back outside. Got a fresh clock and it's not on. That shot clock's going to be wrong because it was on five. It should have been on 30 when it came back out, so they've got to redo it out to 30. and 35. To 35 now, and it's on five. The outside official says 20 seconds. Good call. We'll reset. And that's the one thing I remember. We had a separate shot clock way back in the day in the girls' program up at Truett McConnell. Yes, we did. It was a separate than the little uh-huh. toggle switch clock. So if you had to reset it, it was right there on one separate unit. Now everything's in one big unit with a little thing feels, that comes over here. It's more of an analog than a, exactly. compared to digital. Exactly. Got it set at 20. 20 seconds on the shot clock now. Tamplin will kick it in to Scott. Scott tries to come down the right side. She pulls up, takes a shot. It'll roll off the rim. No good. Rebound by Dawson County. By Bishop. Bishop gets it. Tosses it over here to Ayers. Ayers in the backcourt being pressured. She's going to try and come up the left side. Now she goes back over to the right side. Throws it inside to Chester. Chester kicks it out on the far side to Samples. Samples rebound by Bishop. Over to Slayton. Slayton will give it out to Ayers. Ayers goes up with the left hand. Good and one. Nice pass to get to Ayers. She got it and she came off, went down the left side, got bumped as she went in. The fouls on number 30 to 23, Denia Randolph. The basket was good. Makes it 4-1 Dawson County and Anna Ayers will attempt to complete the old-fashioned three-point play. 6-17 remaining here in the first quarter. Ayers' shot is up and it's good. Nothing but nylon. 5-1 your score. 6-17 in the quarter. They throw it back over to Kenji Losey to Scott. Get it over here to Gudge. Gudge dribbles through traffic. She goes up the left side trying to get away, and she's going to get knocked off of Anna Ayers leg with 22 on the shot clock on the far side, deep in the corner. Lady Falcons will have it out of bounds. They kick it inside the Goods. Goods have it on the left side. She'll bring it back across the top of the key and bring it to the right side with 15 on the clock. Over here to Scott. Scott dribbles to the middle. Got hit. They're going to have a foul on number 12, Morgan Chester. Second team foul on Dawson County. 5-1 your score, 5-52 in the first quarter. Now, 25 on the shot clock after a foul 
in there, and the same team hands the basketball. And have, it goes from 35 to 25 on the shot clock. Scott looks to trigger it in, gets it into Guds. Guds on the far side, go to Kangelosi. Kangelosi, top of the key to Scott. Scott trying to force it in the middle, throws it up, hits the bottom of the rim, no good. Rebound by Slayton from Dawson County. She pushes it up to Chester. Chester has the basketball, kicks it back outside to Ayers. Ayers comes inside the three-point line. Two-pointer is good. 7-1 your score, 5-32 in the quarter. Pretty shot. Tamplin gets it in to Scott, back over to Tamplin. Tipped away briefly, and he's going to be out. Uh, it's going to be, yep, going to be off of number 12, Scott's hand. It'll be Dawson County's ball in the front court. And Andrew Howe will come in the game. No, excuse me. Maddie Suda, number 44, comes in the game for Dawson County. And number 32, Juju St. Louis, comes in the game for the Falcons. Far side, Suda looking, goes on the far side. Wow, a three-point shot by Slayton from deep in the far corner. Nailed it, 10-1. to Then Dawson County tips the pass, gets the steal. They go in for the layup, no good. Tipped out front. That's going to be Tamplin with the rebound. Tamplin will bring it up in a hurry. Left-handed dribble, brings it to the middle of the lane, passes it off in there to St. Louis. She lost control of it. Dawson County will have it. Ayers brings it back this way with the left hand, gives it over to Suda. Suda in the corner to Slayton. Slayton goes inside to Bishop. Bishop dribbles around, goes up and gets fouled. Boy, you saw her Slayton give it the shot, Joe, and get to Bishop. Yep. Foul was on Goods. That's her first team second. And you'll have Eva Bishop going to the line for her first free throws this evening. And Slayton could have easily taken that shot. She could have. And she did. I think the what Coach Angle's trying to do there is go inside as much as they can. Uh-huh. They gave it to her, and she went inside. So inside out's what they're doing. First free throws up and nothing but net. Now Kendra Coker comes back in the game. She's coming in, comes in for Anna Ayers. I'll talk about Dawson County's shoes because they're a different color than the uniform. Second free throws up and good. They are a lime green with some uh, dark black and some pink on them. They look pretty stylish. All five girls have it on there. Stolen from Dawson County in the backcourt of Flyer Branch. It was Coker has it, shot a three, no good. Rebound for a short stick back. It is 14 to 1. Timeout called by Flyer Branch. We'll take a look. We're back in 30 seconds from Flyer Branch on 97.5 Glory FM. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. Georgia temperatures change like the score in a closed game. Let us help you be prepared for any season. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED induct air purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at conditionedairsystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. Well, the first time out of the ball game made by Flyer Branch, and you see you got to hit shots first off, but then you got to be able to to get to the ball, and right now the defense of Dawson County's been right on it. Well, Joe. Dawson County's had two steals in, in a row, or two out of the last three, right there before they can get it to midcourt, and that makes a huge difference because then you all of a sudden you go from uh, one one or two people bring it down, and all of a sudden it goes the other way, and Dawson has a two on one. That's what they had the last couple of times, and get a couple of easy shots out there. And so they'll come down, and Flower Branch will have the ball. Dawson County will press again. They'll come in in a Looks like a 2-2-1. Yeah, 2-2-1 press. Flyer Branch will inbounds it. 
Scott had it, gave it back over to Tamplin. To Goods. Goods has the basketball. She dribbles up, throws to the left hand. Way high and out of bounds off Kangiolosi. Kangiolosi was right on the sideline over there. Threw it up high. She went up and tried to save it, but could not get it. And Dawson County takes <laughs> a midseason forward. Dawson County brings up the floor. Suda has the basketball. Gives it over on the far side to Slayton. Slayton, right wing to Bishop. Bishop, top of the key. Over here to Coker. Coker dribbles from left wing to the top of the key between the circles. Brings it back over here to Suda. Suda goes inside, goes it over to Chester. Gives it back outside to Suda. Far side to Coker. Coker goes inside to Chester. Chester kicks it back out to Slayton. No good on three. And it's going to be rebounded by Flowery Branch. She fell and no whistle. Oh, we do have a foul. Excuse me. Foul's going to be on 44 Suda. I did not hear the whistle as number 12, Amaya Scott, went to the floor. Yo, I don't think he blew it either, Joe. I think I, why you didn't hear it. All right, good. I, I'm, I'm glad that you didn't hear it either. <laughs> no, I didn't. Randolph back in the game for the Lady Falcons. Mackenzie White in the game for the Lady Falcons now. Dutch with the basketball. Kiss back over to Tamplin. Tamplin brings it up the left side with a left-hand dribble. Tries to go all the way inside. Pass over here to White. White for, two, for three, and she shot it short. Just in the game, shot a three. Dawson coming the other direction. Coker has it, goes inside to Chester. Chester is fouled. Not there inside the free throw line. She's fouled by number 12, which is Amaya Scott. Three team fouls each now. And you will have Anna Ayers comes back in for Slayton right here. Dawson County will have it under their own basket with 328 left here in the first quarter. Nice pass over to the far side. Avery Robertson, who's in the game now, kicks it back outside to Chester. Chester on the far side to White. That is, she's looking, looking. That is Suda. Suda back to, to Coker. Coker over on this side. Gives it to Ayers. Ayers, top of the key, gets it inside to Chester. Chester got it on the baseline, looking for somebody to pass it to with seven. Outside to Suda. Suda to Ayers. Ayers comes this side with three, two. Got a travel before the shot. Shot clock was on one. She was trying to fake the girl off, but she drug her pivot foot to force the travel. Good defense by the Lady Falcons right there. Eva Bishop back in the contest for Chester. Tamplin will take it out right in front of Coach Courtney Newton's seat on the Flower Branch bench. Maya Scott has the basketball. Dawson County in the press. Throw it in the middle. They get it over to the top to Randolph. Randolph in the corner to White. White shot it up. No good. Rebounded by Dawson County. Ayers will bring it up. Flyer Branch gets back on defense. 2.38 in the quarter. This side on the wing is Coker. Coker goes inside to Robertson. Robertson is got a forced, got a hell ball forced by Denia Randolph. And that will be possession will go to Dawson County. The front of their shirts might just say Ville, V-I-L-L-E for Dawsonville. Wow. Yep. And, of course, the Lady Falcons have Falcons on the front of theirs. The shot, three-pointer shot is short. That one by Coker, rebounded by Randolph. Goods brings it up. Goods with a long ponytail brings it up. She's on the right wing, looks to go inside, pulls it back out, gives it over to Scott. Tries it in. She goes inside. Scott does and gets two. The first two-point basket of the night for the Lady Falcons. 14-3 with 2.07 here in the quarter. 
Suda gives it over here to Coker. Coker left wing. She goes inside to Robertson. Robertson, nice pass. No good. Off the rim. No good. Coming the other way is Scott in a hurry. Goes over the top. Gives over to White. White tries to go baseline. Kicks it outside to Gudge. Gudge a high arching three. Knocked it down. 14 to 6. 143 in the quarter. Now they've hit their last two shots. A two and a three have the Lady Falcons. Ayers with the basketball over to Suda. Top of the key to Bishop on the far side to Coker. They go inside to 44. Suda, and she banks one in. 16 to 6 now. 10-point lead with 125 in the quarter. Scott back over to Guts. Guts, one-handed pass way down the floor. Gets it over to Tamplin. Tamplin kicks it over to White. White's shot gets blocked out of bounds. And you'll have several subs. You'll have J.C. Wilson Tigers and Slayton coming back in for the Lady Tigers. And Kenji Alosi will come back in for the Lady Falcons. You look at Dawson and Lucky County, Dawson County is going to say their defense is almost like it's forcing Flyers for one shot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're just so into getting their offense, let's get one shot and then we'll, we'll go from there. I'm going to reset the shot clock. It got blocked out of bounds, but the you know, 21. And I think what the, the deal was, it didn't hit the rim. The shot went up, but it didn't hit the rim, and the rim's the key there. That's when it resets. It was just blocked out of bounds. Inbounds pass goes to Goods. Goods, look as she's in, in the corner being guarded man-to-man defense. Hesitation dip, dribble, and it's a walk. And she started to pick it up and bought the ball up too high. And good defense by the Lady Falcons. Cut off a passing lane there. And Lady Tigers will have the basketball. Ayers will bring it up, left-handed dribble. Crossing midcourt now. Defense is a kind of a one-force. Knocked away briefly. Wilson gets it. Gets it over to Slayton. Slayton drains another three. That's her second on the night that I'm counting. Under a minute now. 19-6 to six in the first quarter. Goods. Far up court to Tamplin. Tamplin goes to the basket. Throws it up with the left hand. Good on the layup. 19-8. to eight. Come the other direction with 33 on the shot clock. About a three-second difference between the shot clock and the game clock. Slayton gives it up to the top to Wilson. Wilson goes. Now they go downside. Little reverse layup. Slayton cut on the baseline. And a beautiful pass from Coker down to Slayton for the easy, uncontested reverse layup. 21 to 8, 16 seconds and counting. And a bump foul really didn't need to make. But they're very aggressive. Anna Ayers creates the foul. Right in front of Coach Will Anglin. And Maddie Suda will come back in the contest for Anna Ayers. It reminds me almost of how Jarvis Avonport played at White County. His girls, how aggressive they were mm-hmm. back in the day. Yep, very aggressive, very aggressive. I think of these teams kind of take a lot of stuff from each other as they go through, too, and say, oh, we can do that. A lot of it has to do with personnel. And, you know, if you've got the speed and the oh, quickness exactly. to do that, too. All right, they're going to come back in. This time Heather Burt, her first Action of the night. Burt, that last name synonymous with Dawson County Sports, been around for a long time. So Heather Burt now in the game, post player for the Lady Tigers. Say Burt and Pumpkins. <laughs> exactly. All right, Randolph keys it into Guds, gets it over to Scott. Scott coming on the right side, gives it over to Tamplin. Tamplin, the top to Randolph, Randolph to Scott. Scott has it, goes to the baseline, goes up, and she's fouled by Burt as she drives in for the base for the layup. She's fouled, and it will be a 2.6 seconds. And so you can tell early on, Scott may be the leader of this team yeah. for Fly Branch. Yeah. Yeah. And she probably got that go-ahead from Coach Newton, take it to the hole. Had another Scott a few years ago doing the same thing, remember? That's right. Am I at the line to shoot 
Another couple of free throws. She's one of two tonight, if my memory serves me correctly. First one's up in nothing but net. 21-9. to 2.6 on the clock. Dawson County leads it here in the first quarter. Second shot by Scott is up and rolls in. Kindness of the rim helps her out. Suda will throw it in. She'll be pressured in the background. Slayton has it. Slayton will have to just throw it up. She does, but it's not anywhere close, and that's the end of your first quarter. 21 senior score. And we're back with the second quarter. One minute live from Five Ranch, so 97.5 Glory FM. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 830 and 1130 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. It's Tuesday Night High School Basketball, 97.5, Glory FM. Joe Gailey, Mike Warford, courtside, back in our studio in Gainesville. Who is producing the game, as always, Nathan Laddie with us. You'll get a chance to hear this game online, on demand, after our broadcast this evening on the podcast page of our website. And listen in, folks. We actually sound pretty good on the on the replay on the on the uh, after the game. Listen to us a little bit the other day. That's what I say there. Flyer Branch has the ball first. Tamplin throws it in to Guts. Guts has it out here on the right wing, way out high. Waiting to set up the defense. They're down by 11, just underway in the second quarter. Plenty of time on the shot clock. Guts dribble around. She'll back up. She'll shoot a three. Good. Nothing but net. 21, 13 now. Cut it to eight and one shot. They're going to hurry up. Coker's got it down. It gives off to number 12, and that's Chester. She goes in and rolls one in for a layup, 23-13. They throw it way over the head. That was Scott. It looked like through a long pass trying to get to Tamplin on the far side on the wing and threw it way over head out of bounds. And you may can tell, too, a lot of it probably, Joe, is that just trying to beat the defense back. Yeah, exactly. Dawson County has the basketball way up front. Bishop has it, gives it over here to to Coker, Coker, top of the key to Ayers, Ayers, and on the cutting Slayton, Slayton spots up, shoots a three, no good. Rebound, Slayton falls her shot. Dawson County will get it. Coker over to Slayton. Slayton comes to this side, shoots another three, and knocks it down. 26-13. Abby's not afraid to take that three issue. No. Get it out here, and that's going to be a foul on Abby Slayton right there. Or Anna Ayers, excuse me, didn't mean to. She was going after the pass as it went to Denia Randolph in the middle. She fell on Anaya, and it'll be a foul on her. They start to, that's one thing we had to get used to last year. The fouls start over every quarter. I'll ask you to let my listeners know about that. That's the really interesting right there. Yeah, that's a a blessing actually for the teams and for the officials because you're not in one and one and stay in it for the whole second quarter or for half the first and all the second. It changed the fourth quarter though. Yeah, it can change a lot, that's for sure. All right, so Flyer Branch has it up in the front court. Scott has it, gives it in the corner to Goods. Goods, got a pick. 
She rolls around to this side. She's going to take it. Oh, it got knocked away and stolen by Suda. Suda's coming the other direction. She's going to go in. She's going to take it all the way. Throw up a layup. No good. Rebounded by Kanji Alosi. Kanji Alosi ahead. And she's going to throw it way up too far into the Dawson County bench intended for Gudge. So a good idea, but just threw it a little too far for Gus to try and get to. Bay River 2, Kansas, he transferred into Flyer Branch last season, Joe. I thought I heard that name. She had been at uh, West Hall, correct? Correct. Yeah. And when I heard that name earlier, I was like, okay, I know her. All right, so in the front court, Suda has it. Down here, trial left for Dawson Kansas. She gives it over to Slayton. Slayton, top of the key. Working off a screen, backs up, shoots a three, nothing but air. And Dawson County tries to, ooh, Eva Bishop saved it in to Chester. Chester is going to dribble it off a player of Flower Branch, and it will be Dawson County's ball with 25 on the game clock. And you got more time on the clock there. Great hustle there by Bishop. Kenley Hawkins, her first action of the night in the game, along with Mackenzie White. Not sure if Kenley is related to the head boys coach or not. I have to ask that the question. First question you think of it. Yep. Uh-huh. Goes over to the far side. Chester has it. Chester, offensive foul. She stuck her shoulder right into Kenley Hawkins, who just came into the game. And wasn't a big one, but she did stu- shove her off, stick her shoulder into her. So, J.C. Wilson will come in for Morgan Chester. Morgan just wanted to get some separation. She said, I'll just try a little nudge. And the referee caught it. I mean, it wasn't like a big offensive lineman. <laughs> exactly. nudge. It was just a little pump. There's a, you know. there's a lot. Over the top, Scott gets it over the top, gives it to White. Yeah, to Inman. Inman in the game. and goes back over to Gudge. She gets the put back. 26-15 now. 11-point advantage for the Lady Tigers. Bishop with the basketball. Gives off to Slayton. Slayton dribbles inside. Back over to Bishop. Bishop at the elbow. No good. Rebounded over there by Wilson, J.C. Wilson, a little short stick back about a two-footer off the glass. Good. 28-15-5-25 left here in the till halftime. Randolph with the basketball. She goes up. She gets fouled. As a Maya Scott, excuse me, she was fouled by Kendra Coker. Join the other end. you got to love the stat offensive rebounds and what you can do off that. Oh, yeah. Offensive rebounds or second chance points as you get. And that's something that coaches look at all the time. They'll look at them at halftime and all that stuff. Scott, their third trip to the line tonight. First one is up, and it is short. Two free. Throws. Now you've got Tamplin coming back in and St. Louis coming back in the game. Coming in for Inman and Hawkins. Give them a little bit of a breather there. Second one by Scott as she dribbles three times, straightens up. High arching off the, off the side of the rim, rebounded by Bishop. Bishop gives it over to Suda. Suda will bring it up in a hurry. She gives it on the far side to Slayton on the right wing. Back to Suda between the circles. 24 on the shot clock, 5-7 in the quarter. That's going to be Coker with the basketball. Oh, nice pass to Eva Bishop. Eva just kind of rolled around when they tried to double Dean Coker and got the easy left-handed left. Looked like. Last year's Lumpkin County team. Another yeah, great stat, the assist. Yep. Knocked away that time from Goods, and Dawson County has it. White up to Slayton. Slayton had it knocked away briefly. She has it back. Far side to Coker. Coker, a long three-pointer with the left hand. Good. Nothing but net. 32-15. to 15. And Doubled it up on the Lady Falcons. 4-33 here in the second quarter. Their largest lead. 
Ava Robertson fixing to come back in for the Lady Falcons. Guds will shoot a three off the rim. No good rebound and a good good rebound, but missed the shot. And that was St. Louis. She went up fairly strong, but got blocked. They'll go down deep. Slayton tries to do something. Stolen by the Falcons and stolen right back. And then Eva Bishop buries one from the free throw line. Got tipped away out of my vantage point there, but Bishop got the carom. And now we'll have a timeout called by Coach Newton, a 32nd timeout. And Joe, with that, you see that it seems like every time down court right now, the Tigers are scoring. Yep. Every time down, they're scoring. It's kind of like, as you like to say, a well-oiled machine or in mid-season form because that's exactly what they're playing like right now. Yep. These girls probably, like a lot of teams now, they play together so long, you know, and they play, they, they have their season, and they'll do a little stuff in the spring, then they'll go to camp for a week. They'll have some summer ball that they play in, which I understand now. Used to, summer ball was about 10 or 15 games. Now it's around 30 games. Yeah. And uh, then they come back in the fall. Some of them may split up, but you know good and well that these kids on both teams, they'll get together and play three-on-three, four-on-four just to stay in rhythm of basketball. Well, you'll see girls run cross-country, so you say, right. play softball. And now the big sport is yep. volleyball. Exactly. Volleyball is a big sport, and it doesn't take as much conditioning. That still takes conditioning, yes, but it's different. And, uh, you know, basketball, these girls are still playing it, and that's where the height comes in for that for sure. All right, let's see. Is everybody out back out on the floor? I think we're waiting. There's the second horn. Is they ready? I think they were waiting on that second horn to go off there. Again, too, our first broadcast, trying to get in the swing of things. Same thing with these officials. Yep, exactly right. I'm sure they've worked a scrimmage or two, but still, this is game one for them. They get the play to shake. Player Branch brings it up. Gives it over on the far side. Scott to Kanji Elosi. Kanji Elosi takes it in. Throws it up with the right hand. No good. Rebounded in there. Good rebound that time by number 23, Denia Randolph. She got in, took one dribble, went up, and got fouled. She'll took to number 44, Maddie Suda, committed the foul. And so, Denia Randolph will be at the line to shoot two. And you'll have... A player that I have no number for for Dawson County, number 11. I'll have to find out who she is at halftime. They may be Ramsey either Smith. may have it. Yep. I'll get it here when we go out there in a few minutes. The first one was no good. The second one he is up and then hit the front rim. No good. 35 15. 345 and a quarter. Rebounded on the far side by Wilson. And go over here and give it off to Coker. Coker. Over here to number 11. 11 back outside to Coker. And where's number five? He's over on the far side to Robertson. Robertson looking for Slayton. Gets it to her. Slayton drives to the basket. He's going to be knocked out of bounds off of Slayton's leg, it said. And will be a reset shot clock in 326. Nope. Oh, we got a foul is called now. Yep. Number two, Kenley Hawkins is who they're going to call the foul on. Yeah, as Abby took the baseline, yep. she got fouled by Hawkins. See, Tamplin comes back in the game. Uh, Guz comes back in the game for the Lady Falcons. Gives it in to Wilson. Deep in the corner to Coker to Slayton. Slayton takes a dribble over on the far right side. Short on the le- on the three-pointer. Over to Kanji Lotion. She throws it away. And then Coker gets it. They're trying to go in a hurry, but they're just making some ill-advised passes right now. Coker in the backcourt trying to get it across. And now we've got a foul. Uh, no, we've got a timeout called by Will Anglin. Let's see what he's got. 
going to be a 32nd on That's his lane. first. He's used one in the first half. So with it, everybody know about the, the timeout situation now. Uh, timeouts, what you have on that is you'll get five timeouts a game. You'll have three regular full timeouts. And what that means is when the referee points at the clock, the timing starts at the 45-second mark of that one-minute timeout. They'll blow the horn. And then at the minute mark, if they haven't come back out, they'll blow the horn again. So they got to be out, supposed to be out by the second horn. But you get two 30-second timeouts, You get two too. 30s, and what they do on the 30-second, you blow it at 15, and then you blow it at 30. That way, 15 is the warning horn. They're supposed to be coming out, and after 30, they're supposed to be ready for play. So Coach Newton's already used two timeouts, first one by Coach Anglin. Yep, she has. Coach Anglin is first one there. And 35-15, 3-10 remaining in the quarter. Dawson County leads it. First game of the year for us, first game of the year for the Lady Falcons. Down inside to Robertson. Robertson gives it off here to number 11. She's looking, gives it back to Robertson on the, down in the corner on the left side. Over Slayton, the far side, three-pointer, back rimming in, good. 38-15. Coach, Coach Newton just kind of had to turn around and say, oh, my goodness, she's on fire, Slayton is. They try to go inside, and Randolph loses the basketball. Scott lost the basketball. Coker picks it up. Coker gives it off to Slayton. Slayton, she goes inside over to Robertson. Robertson outside to Coker. Coker, a left-handed dribble, way out front on the right wing. 227-21 on the shot clock. She gives it off to Bishop. Bishop, top of the key, gives it over to number 11. 11 will pull up, gives it over to Robertson. Robertson, right side, gives it to Slayton, who got the screen. Shot it good. Another three-pointer. That's, I think, four on the night for Abby Slayton. 207 in the quarter, 41 to 15. Scott brings it, or Guds brings it up, excuse me. Guds over to Scott. Scott on up there on the elbow on the far side, gives it back out between the circles to Guds. Guds, she'll take a three, gets partially blocked, rebounded by number 11 for Dawson County. She'll bring it up, being guarded right there by St. Louis. And they come back and change Losa gets the steal. She'll go in and the foul and the roll in. No, it won't go. It rolled all the way around and then rolled out, but she's fouled by number 11. And Kangiolosi will go to the line 4-2. Kangiolosi, her first appearance at the line tonight. And they need every free throw. Every one. That's right. First one is up by Kangiolosi and good. Back room and in. You've got Kenley Hawkins coming back in the contest. She'll come in for... Taylor Goods for Flower Branch. Again, ahead of time, I'll talk with Todd Cottrell, the head boys coach at Dawson County. They get ready, make sure they got all the subs squared away. Kenji Losey has the basketball. She'll shoot it up and good. And it's at 41 to, I think, 17 now. Should be. And now they bring the ball in. Does Dawson County. You've got Coker in the backcourt. Coker brings it across midcourt, gives it to Slayton. Far out on the right wing. Comes over here to Robertson. Robertson dribbles over to number 11. 11 dribbles into the middle. Thought about shooting for a second. Gives it back to Slayton, who's out there at the three, and she knocks it down. Give it to Abby. And Abby drifted over back across the, the lane and over to, out just outside. As soon as she squared her feet, she received the pass and, and shot it and used a little bit of the rim that time but knocked it down. Tamp, Tamplin with the basketball. She goes out to Hawkins. Hawkins. Out to Scott at the top of the key. Scott will shoot a three. Tried to make it in. No good. Rebounded by Dawson County. Coker ahead to Robertson. Robertson, one bounce, goes up. Knocked away. We come the other direction. Kanji Elosi has the basketball. 
She's looking for help. Now she'll bring it back out. Good idea by Caitlin. She goes over on the far side to Tamplin. Tamplin trying to go baseline. She does left hand good. She went in there and made a little spin move against number 11. She had the height advantage and used a little bank shot and got it to go in. Under 30 seconds now. About a second maybe between the shot clock and the game clock. Robertson has it, goes inside to Bishop. Bishop has the basketball. Left-handed man alive. She looks like the big girl from Dog from Lumpkin last year. She just uses that left hand brilliantly. And then Falcons throw it away going the other direction. You will have St. Louis coming back in the game. You will have Kelsey Emden coming back in the game. Jayla Goods coming back in the game for the Falcons. They trail it by a bunch with 15.8 seconds. Nope. They're going to stop it and make sure they got uh, – nope, how the player had to get, hadn't got off the floor yet for Flyer Branch. He was making sure she was good. Referee blew his whistle in which Coach Wrangler said, hey, I got it, I got it. Those coaches right there, those six, uh, six of the other colored jerseys, they want a technical foul. No, I got it, I got it. <laughs> uh-huh. They coming down the floor, 12 seconds in a hurry, Dawson County. Coker looking to go inside. She does. Gives it off to Bishop with the left hand. Good. Bishop is a force inside right now with that left hand. Coming the other way, we give Tamplin for a long three-pointer in front of the rim. No good, and that'll end the first half. Lady Tigers, 48. Lady Falcons, 19 at the half. And we're back for our halftime show in one minute here on 97.5 Glory FM. We hear all the time when people come in to Autry's Ace for their regular hardware products. How surprised they are when they discover our amazing gift section. It's more like an official Christmas wonderland right now. Autry's gift section is overloaded with holiday decor, beautiful ornaments, Santas, reindeer, plus plenty of extra special gifts for all ages. Skip the lines and see our amazing Christmas section at Autry's Ace Hardware, Thompson Bridge Road in Gainesville. Ho, ho, ho! ho. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. It's Tuesday Night High School Basketball on 97.5 Glory FM. Heard online at WGTJRadio.com. We're streaming on the TuneIn Radio app, Simple Radio app, or the Radio Garden app. And home in your Amazon Echo, just say play 97.5 Glory FM. And again, after our broadcast this evening, you'll get a chance to hear the game anytime online on demand through the podcast page of our website, WGTJRadio.com. Courtside here at the Falcons, waiting to get to talk with Coach Todd Cottrell, head boys basketball coach in Dawson County. Joe's trying to wrap him up and get him over here to be with us here. Meanwhile, it's been all Dawson County in the first half of play. They have looked, again, like a midseason form type of team. Here it is, game number two for the Lady Tigers, coming off their victory on Saturday, the Rogers Slate Memorial Tournament over at the Ford Field Center in Dawsonville, winning over for Science Central back on Saturday. The boys from Dawson County also won their opening game as they defeated Denmark. This is the first game of the season for Flyer Branch. And the boys in game number two will be coached by new head coach David Hawkins and his assistant Tyler Sanders. A couple of 
old Johnson guys. Coach Hawkins played at Johnson. Tyler Sanders played back in the day. He was assistant coach with Benji Wood at Johnson before moving to North Hall as an assistant coach, becoming the head coach. And now he's the assistant coach here at Flyer Branch. We're looking forward to the excitement of high school basketball. We're back with you with high school basketball in two weeks. Next Tuesday is college basketball for the University of North Georgia at Lincoln Trail Arena at the UNG Convocation Center. As Buffy Burson's ladies from North Georgia, they'll go up against Lees McRae. We'll have that game for you next week from the Nine Hawks Sports Network. Then in two weeks from tonight, we'll bring you Jefferson and North Hall from the home of the Trojans. We'll have that action for you again. Girls game start at 545 on Tuesday with a broadcast tip-off at 6 p.m. only here on 97.5 Glory FM. Also this week, we'll bring you high school football state playoff action as it will be Lumpkin County playing host to Oconee County on Friday evening from the Borough Grounds, starting with the Lone Street Cafe pregame show at 7.05. Kickoff will be at 7.30. Winter advances on to the Elite Eight the day after Thanksgiving. We'll see what the Indians can do coming up Friday night. Then also on Saturday night, it's college football with Georgia State and LSU. Starting with the Panther pregame show at 7.30. Tip-off will kick off. In fact, it'll be 8. Then we got college basketball on Sunday after our church services at 2 p.m. It's Georgia State taking on Little Rock from the Capital Classic down at the GSU Sports Arena there at the UG, GSU Convocation Center. I should say it's taking place at 2 p.m. with the Panthers coming up a win this past week against Barton. Okay, good. Good to hear. Okay, he's going to do that. Okay, I love it from the standpoint, when in doubt, you, you go to the bullpen here. He'll get longtime friend J.D. Miller joining us here at halftime, who is helping up with this Flying Branch basketball team. Hey, Mike, how are you? I'm great, man. We, we talked before we began tonight, you and I talking about, is that when I need you, you're here, man. I'll just you know let you take care of the halftime show now, okay? We go from there, so. How excited are you about this boys game coming up? I think we have a lot of excitement. You know, we're a young team. Uh, we graduated nine seniors last year. Uh, we have one starter returning and uh, four new starters. So um, we got a lot of youth, and we got we got a different discipline around the team this year with new leadership with David Hawkins as our new varsity coach. And we have high expectations and high hopes for a, for a young staff. Well, it's got to help from him having been here the last couple of years at JV with young players coming up under his system. Well, yes, that is exactly right. He's built relationships. You know, today's culture uh, is flimsy in relationships, right? I mean, a lot of people think a relationship is based on some social media. But David Hawkins has done a good job of building real relationships with boys that are going through certain things in life and helping them out. He's interested in their heart and their skills. That's good to hear from that step. But also, he's got a great guy helping him out with this. This goes here with Tyler Sanders. Well, you know, as a, as a former Johnson Blue Crew guy myself, 1988 Lanierland champ, um, it's nice to see a couple of Johnson guys out there. And uh, for our program at this time, I believe Jimmy's done a, 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 made a really good decision to bring that tandem in. You know, you, what, other, what other bench in Hall County or in our region, which is not Hall County, but there's not another team around that has two head coaches on the bench. Exactly. That's a great point. And you're blessed to have that here. It goes that way. One coach can see something maybe a little different than the other coach can. Yeah, and you can see that. You, you can see that when they're actively coaching. Um, David's coaching floor. Tyler's coaching bench. Uh-huh. And, and that, that individual training 
in the midst of a game can help out tremendously, right, especially so with the young team, right? How important is the three ball going to be for this team? Three ball? Yeah. Well, we're, we're, a, heavy, we're a guard heavy team. Uh -huh. We're a guard heavy team. Um, you know, we have a couple of really good shooters, um, number 24, Landon Miedler being one of them. But also you got Isaiah Fairley, uh, number 10. You got Jeremiah Ware. I mean, what a great talent. And he can drop a three from anywhere across the uh, half court line. So we're going to rely heavily on our guard player. Right, how close is Jeremiah getting into shape? Oh, he's ready to go. He's ready to go. Okay. Joseph's not going to play tonight, right? I think he may be out. He may be nursing a little injury. I mean, right. he had a great football season. Oh, didn't you know he ever? I mean? Oh, didn't wow. he ever? Yeah. And the football team, it shows you how things work when you get the state playoffs. As good as Fire Branch was this year, had that chance to finish number three, you go number four. But even, even Loganville got spanked by Mays. And you saw that score for Creekside against Fire Branch. Okay, you never know any given night, anything can happen. It's crazy that um, if you look at those brackets, both Flowery Branch and Loganville in their first-round state playoff team, I believe I, 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 I'm – I'm estimating here, but the combined score against our region was 120 to 20 or something. It was big. Yes, it sure was. And oh. so you got Jefferson advancing on. They may go all the way to the state championship. The east side also very impressive showing to start things off. It shows you how competitive. Maybe the same thing with basketball with this region. Yeah, I think our region's going to be pretty interesting. Jefferson may be having an off year that we're hearing. I'm not I'm not speaking that into existence. But, um, well, I'll give you a scouting report. We'll see them in two weeks, okay? I'll give okay. you a scouting report. Yeah, we, we need all the help we can get. <laughs> all right, friend. Thank you, man. I appreciate thank it very you. much. Right, we got much more for you. Coming up next, second half action. Coming up next here on 97.5 Glory FM. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Ear Systems. Family owned and operated for over 35 years, we offer the best service in North Georgia for heating, air, and plumbing. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at ConditionedEarSystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Christmas truly is the most wonderful time of the year at Autry's Ace. Oh, I agree. It's so fun to see faces light up when they see our brand new holiday decor and the look of relief when they find the perfect gift. Holidays are just easier and more fun at Autry's Ace with more decor and gifts than ever before. Plus, we do custom corporate gifts filled with the things they truly want. We have our classic favorite tea towels, fairs your Tyler candles, along with plenty of new gifts. Stop by for some Christmas cheer. Autry's Ace Hardware, Thompson Bridge Road in Gainesville. Ho, ho, ho. ho. Getting ready for the second half of action. Thanks again to our guest, J.D. Miller, joining us here at halftime. We'll talk to Coach Todd Crossroll later on. Also, David Hawkins later on. Well, I'll tell you what, 
This has been all Dawson County first half. It has been, and you know the leading scores. Uh, Abby Slayton, we we're talking about her lighting it up. Mike, she had six threes in the first half. Finished that half with 24 of the 48 points for Dawson County. Bishop had 10. Coker with three. Chester with two. Uh, Ayers with five. Wilson with two. As Dawson County will start off having the ball first. Scott for uh, Flair Branch had five. Kenji Losey two. Goods had eight, and Tamplin had four. In the, in the front court now, Dawson County has the basketball. Coker has it, tries to go inside, gets it to Bishop. Bishop with that left hand under up. Dipsy-doo, nice up and under with the left hand. Eva Bishop knocks down her 11th and 12th point. Comes back the other way. Kenji Losey has it. Looking to try and go inside, gets it over here on this side. Tamplin shoots a three-pointer off the back rim, no good. Rebounded by Gudge, stolen over on the far side by Anna Ayers, and a double dribble is called. Didn't see that one, and they're kind of like, okay. So one thing, or Dawson County, you'll put a shot chart. They're getting some very good shots. They are. Well, in, in uh, you'll have to remind me, the, the post player for uh, Lumpkin County last year. Um, okay, Jackson? Yeah. Yeah, Kate Jackson. This is this is exactly what Eva Bishop. She reminds me of Kate the way she uses her left hand. It's amazing. That shot by Kanji Losey deep in the corner is no good. Rebounded on this side by Amaya Scott. Scott gives it over on the other side to Randolph. Randolph to Kanji Losey right side with 16 on the shot clock. Gives it way outside to Gudge with 14. Gudge top of the key backs up a step, looking to pass it to somebody. Nobody open as they play the man to man for Dawson County. Stolen. Right there by Anna Ayers. Ayers goes the other direction, goes up for the layup, no good. Rebounding just enough pressure by Scott, I'm guessing, to cause that miss. Scott comes the other way. Tompkins to the other inside uh, to 23 of Denia Randolph, and the basket is good. Randolph went, broke down, came down the right side, got the pass, and went up and got the shot. 50-21, your score. Dawson County. Coker has the basketball. Left-handed dribble out front, top of the key. Looking for somebody, gives it over on the far side, Slayton. Slayton with 24, looking to try to come off a pick. Kanji Losey all over her. Nothing happened, knocked away, and Randolph had it for a moment and knocked away by and foul by number 12, Morgan Chester. That'll be Morgan's third foul on the evening. Lady Falcons basketball, far side, uh, past midcourt. Tamplin gives it inside to, or gets it in to Guds. Guds gives it over to Randolph, or to Scott. Scott to Tamplin. Tamplin goes back in, blocked. By Chester. Chester, far side. Gives over to Scott. Scott comes back to this side to Tamplin. Tamplin tries to go inside. Passes it. Errantly, and his Ayers gets the steal on the baseline. Ayers lobs it over the top, and it's too far and out of bounds. Off Dawson County, it'll be the Lady Falcons basketball with 6.06 remaining in the quarter. Now, they don't want to get into a running sloppy mess right here in in this contest. I, I would think they want to still play under control as much as possible. They'll bring it up the court. Goods with the basketball. Right side gives it over to Amaya Scott. Scott dribbles to the middle. Amaya comes over to the side to Tamplin. Tamplin brings it across from the elbow. Left-handed shot. No good just off the rim. Rebounded there by Randolph. She goes up. No good. Rebounded by Kangielosi. She gives the ball off to Randolph. Randolph goes up with the left hand. Off the rim. No good. Randolph gets her own rebound. They kick it back out. Who's going to have it? Good. Shoots a three. Good. Off the rim and in. You had to score after all those offensive oh, rebounds. Yeah. You had, what, four, five, five chances there. Somebody had to score sometime. 50 to 24. They've almost cut it in half now. Out front is Slayton. Over to Bishop. Bishop to the far side to Coker. Coker goes inside to Slayton. Reverse layup with the right hand off the glass. Kind of a no look. She caught it. 
flipped it up and it went in off the rim, off the glass. 52 24. That's 26 for Slayton. On the far side, Amaya Scott has the basketball. Amaya gives it over to Randolph. Randolph takes it to the basket, throws it up, no good. Tipped out there by Chester. Kicked on the floor by Dawson, and Kanji Elosi will run it down in the backcourt. Kanji Elosi will now bring it across. Clock was reset. He said 26. Randolph has it. Scott had it, dribbled it off of her foot, out of bounds. It will be Dawson County basketball. You will have Mackenzie White in the game for Flyer Branch and Maddie Suda in the game for Dawson County. Trainers, training staff from North Georgia College University, that I could still call it college, North Georgia University, University of North Georgia here tonight, helping out. Dawson County with the ball on the far side. Suda gives it over to Slayton. Quick release, but it partially blocked by Kenji Elosi that time. How about that? She got up there and was able to get a hand on it, and she started to release it and was able to knock it away. She's talking to her dad, Barry, and he's got a foul after the shot underneath. Out of bounds, it will be for Dawson County. Talking to, like I said, talking to her dad. Her, her record threes is nine. And she got last year. She's got six so far. In the pass inside to Bishop, she went up. She get fouled by number 23, Denia Randolph. Denia thought that she had ball ball, but I can see from here she had a lot of arm. So Bishop will be at the line to shoot two. Juju St. Louis ready to check in the game along with look like J.C. Wilson for the Lady Tigers. First shot by Bishop is up and off the back rim. So one sub on each side. You'll have Juju St. Louis for the Lady Falcons. And J.J. Wilson, excuse me, J.C. Wilson in for the Lady Tigers. And I like in the spot where their name goes on the back of the jersey, they have Lady Tigers for the Dawson County, and they have the FB, Flair Branch logo, on the other side. But I missed the second one. Bishop was able to get an offensive rebound from JC and she got fouled as she went in to get a layup and they will be at the line to shoot two more. She taught, shot two, about a second and a half ran off the court, a clock, and they go back in to shoot two more. First one is up this time and good. They were three of three in the first quarter, or first half. Free throws as the side of Flair Ranch was five of ten. That free throw, both of those were good. 30-point advantage for the Lady Tigers. Goods brings it up, brings it over here on the near side on the left. Guarded by Meg McKenzie White, gives it off. Excuse me, that was White with the basketball. Now they go back to Goods. Goods dribbles just inside the three-point, or just inside the foul line. Misses the shot, rebounded by Kendra Coker. Kendra goes up in a hurry to Eva Bishop with the right hand. She missed it, rebounded by Wilson, no good. She put it up, no good, rebounded, and rolls out of bounds off of Dawson County. Slayton got knocked down in the fray over there, but uh, Eva Bishop will come out, and Ava Robertson will go in the game now. Just a reminder, Dawson County keeps the 30-point lead. It'll be a short fourth quarter. Yep. And we'll bring it up. It goods has the basketball. Jayla. Right side, looking to trying to make a move. She does around the baseline. Just down there, shot it, but it went, hit the back of the rim and came off. Rebounded right there by Wilson. They're not slowing it down. Slayton shot a three, no good. They're waiting on it. Got an injury down here on the other end. She's up walking now. 
as Wilson has the basketball on a pass. Brought to Robertson. Robertson back over to Coker. Coker shot a three. No good. Rebounded. Fall over down there, and it's going to be a foul, I believe, on Flowery Branch, I believe. Yep, foul's going to be on number 12, Amaya Scott. And you will have several players. Tamplin comes back in the game. Um, Kelsey Yemen comes back in the game for Flowery Branch. Get it inbounds. Oh, nice pass right there at the far side from uh, Suda to J.C. Wilson, who cut down the left-hand side of the lane and got the layup easy on the far side. 3.09. Kenji Alosi shot a three. No good. White tried to track it down. She was out of bounds when she made contact with the basketball. So it will be Lady Tigers basketball. It's going to be right now. Coach Newton is still trying to find five that will work right now. The right combination. Exactly. They're trying to, and, you know, think about it. Dawson County has had a game, not that one game makes a lot of it, but one physical, one real game against the scrimmage is a lot of difference. Comes off the pick, does Coker. Coker for three, no good. Rebound, Kangiolosi out front. Caitlin will dribble up, gives it off to Amaya Scott. Scott dribbles. She takes it all the way to the rim. Good. With a layup. Amaya is able to kind of sneak under folks right there, and she got in. Got past the defenses are playing that man-to-man and get the layup. Coker on this end now in front of Coach Stanglin. She has it dribbling with the left hand. Moves it over to Wilson. Wilson, top of the key, looking for somebody to hand to. Gives it over on the left side to Suda. Suda gets it on the baseline, throws it up left-handed, no good. Rebounded by Scott. Scott over to Tamplin. Tamplin brings it up the right side in a hurry. She dribbles over the left hand, pulls up in the middle. So I think she got fouled, no call. Rebounded on this side by Robertson. Robertson gives it over to Coker. Coker. Goes up on the far side, gives it over to Suda. Suda's going to take it all the way in, up and under, no good. They're letting a lot of it go right now, and that's out of bounds off Dawson County. You will have Bishop going back in the game, Slayton going back in the game for Dawson County, and Kenley Hawkins coming in the game, back in the game for Mackenzie White. Ladder Branch with a basketball. Scott takes the inbounds pass from Tamplin. Chester getting ready to come back in for the Lady Tigers. Tamplin has the basketball between the circles. She dribbles to the near side. Gives it over on Kangiolosi. Kangiolosi dribbles back outside. Knocked away off of Dawson County Lady Tiger. That's Maddie Suda. They knocked it out of bounds. Chester will check it back in for the Lady Tigers. She'll come in for Ava Robertson. And looking at the girls, Coach Anglin's got a good balance of, of guard and, and some height. He's got some po- girls that can play post for him, too, sure this does. year, Mike. Sure does. Some bangers underneath. Bishop, Robertson, Wilson. Scott with the basketball. She gets fouled right there by Anna Ayers when she tries to make her move. That'll be the third foul on Anna tonight and 136 in the quarter. It is a 30-point exactly lead, 56-26. Hawkins trying to get in. She does. Is tipped. Back out front, Kangiolosi has the basketball with 20 on the shot clock. Kangiolosi goes side to Tamplin, got tipped out of bounds off of Eva Bishop. Eva's all over the place, knocking the ball loose, getting it post, giving loose balls. She'll guard the inbounds pass from Tamplin. Tamplin gets it into Scott. Scott dribbles over to the middle of the lane, tries to throw it up, and she's going to have a foul call as she's going to the basket. I think that one's going to be on Ayers. Yep, Anna Ayers, that'll be her fourth now. 
It should be a shooting foul. Just past the top of the hour. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. Here on 97.5 Glory FM. 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville. And back here at Flyer Bridge. It was on the floor, so they took it out of bounds, and Tamplin will take a long three-point shot off the rim. No good. Rebounding by us. And number 12, Morgan Chester. Chester gives it off to Suda. Suda brings it up. She'll pull up, being guarded by Kanji. She gives it out front to Coker. Coker goes down to Chester. Chester goes up. No good. Rebounded by Hawkins. Oh, excuse me. Inman. Inman over to Suda. To Guds. Guds has the basketball. Guds. Dribbles at the top of the key, pulls up, shoots a three, off the rim, no good. Rebounded that time by Chester. Chester will dribble with the pressure from Kangiolosi. Gives it over to Coker. Coker brings it across midcourt. Not much pressure, then gets it out, kicks it over here to, that was 44. Suda shot along three, no good. Fight for the rebound on the far side. Slayton has the basketball. Slayton to Suda. Suda goes inside to Chester for the layup. No good. Rebounded Bishop with the left hand. No good. Rebounded by Bishop again with 25 on the shot clock. And injured player Morgan Chester is Uh-oh. down there. Yeah. Well, she Hopefully, she's getting up. She's trying to get up. I think it might be just an ankle. And when I say just an ankle, I'm hoping that's all it is. Uh, both Coach Anglin and his assistant are over there. She gingerly. Walks back over, favoring the right leg. Hope she's all right. And one, two, three, four. They're looking for another player. They found her. Number 35, Heather Burt went back in the game. So, so I guess she's okay. Yep, Heather Burt in the contest now. They get it into Bishop. Lob in. Bishop goes one side, turns around with the left. Burt gets the rebound, goes up. No good. Knocked out of bounds by Templin. It'll be Dawson County basketball. 23 seconds left in the quarter. No shot clock. To, to maintain the 30-point advantage, I may just go out there and play four corners with it. <laughs> you know that won't happen, though, as Eva Bishop gets the inbounds pass, gives it over here in the corner of Burt. Back over to Slayton. Slayton to Suda. Suda goes inside to, to Burt. Burt with the left hand, no good. Burt gets the wrong rebound, goes up, rolls it off the rim, no good. Rebounded. By number 13 out there, and we had a foul call. Foul's going to be on 35, which is Heather Burt, and it will be 7.6 seconds of Flyer Branch basketball. Every time you said left hand tonight, it's amazing. Left hand a lot. That's a good thing. You've got to learn to use it, that's for sure. Guds on the far end. Give it off to, that was Scott to Guds, and no shot will be taken. As they got over onto it defensively, and it'll be a 30-point advantage, 56-26 after three quarters. That means a six-minute fourth quarter. We're back in one minute here on 97.5 Glory FM. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at siphonlogistics.com. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. Georgia temperatures change like the score in a closed game. Let us help you be prepared for any season. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at conditionedairsystems.com. 
Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. And with that 30-point lead by Donaldson County, will play a six-minute fourth quarter. Clock will run regularly. They just take two minutes off of it. And shorter quarter instead of a running clock. And like you see in football, and Flower Ranch will have the basketball first. I'll go down after the game to get final stance and starters for the boys' game while Mike will be with you. Tamplin will trigger it in. She gets it in to Amaya Scott. Scott, far side between the half court and the out-of-bounds line. She directing traffic, gets it over to Jayla Gudge. Gudge being guarded by Suda. Gudge with the basketball, gives it over to Scott. Scott kicks it out to Tamplin. Tamplin trying to bring it down with 17 on the shot clock. Kangelosi in the corner, way out front to uh, Amaya Scott. Scott with the basketball. Got a player in the corner, that is Randolph. Randolph will stop at the three, then she passes off to Scott. Scott's going to bring it in there, and she gets fouled by Heather Burt. Foul started over again, so Heather Burt created a foul, committed a foul. There'll be two shots by Amaya Scott. She's not being great at the line tonight. She's hit a couple. And she shot, I believe, five. This, I think, will be her sixth tonight. The first one is up and good. And J.C. Wilson will come back in the game for the Lady Tigers. She comes in for Heather Burke. Maya adjusts her tennis shoes, make sure the string kind of stuck down into her shoe where it won't. Escape. <laughs> you mentioned shoes earlier. That was a custom made for Dawson County? Mm, I think probably not. The second one's up and good. It's probably just a style that Nike offered this year, and they liked it, and they bought it. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And I say they're Nike. They may not be Nike. I don't see a swoosh on them. So I'll have to find out and let you know. They got it on this corner. They, and that was, excuse me, Coker trying to throw in the far side, and it hits the Baseline as they try to throw it down there to the far side to Addison Smith, who's now in the game for the Lady Tigers, and it went out of bounds to be Lady Falcons basketball. <coughs> Guds has the basketball, far side. Guds has it. She's going to try and dribble in. She gets it over to Tamplin with the left hand. Good on the layup. Nice look. Go right there as Tamplin snuck down the baseline, got it, and went off the backboard for the layup. Over the far side to Coker for a three-pointer. Coker knocks down a three. Six, uh, 59 to 30 now, 4.43 in the quarter. She's square bit of long suit, Joe. Yep. Guz has it. Gives it over to Randolph. Randolph looking to go back door. Not there. Now she goes back door to Tamplin. Tamplin misses it. Get her own rebound. Good with the left hand. Nice job by Jessalyn Tamplin to get the stick back. Ramsey Smith, number 11. Found out who that was at halftime. Fixing to come back in the game for the Lady Tigers. Now we've got a hell ball called, and it'll be out of bounds on four, excuse me, the Lady Tigers. Number 44, Maddie Suda will take it out of bounds. Gets it in to Coker. Coker gets it as the Falcon comes walking by. Hand it off and rebounds after the shot comes over here to Jayla Goods. Falcon gives me high five as we talk here. And then they come over the far side and have 23 
Randolph has it. She fumbles it away, and Eva Bishop gets the basketball. Bishop passes the far side. She gets it back with her right hand layup. Nice give and go as Eva Bishop passes it off to Wilson, who gave it right back to her for the easy layup. Tamplin comes down the near side. Tamplin dribbles into the middle, trying to look. She goes back with the left hand, bounce off the backboard, no good. Gets the rebound. Dawson County's trying to tie it up, and they do, and it'll be a hell ball. And Dawson County, let's see, Flair Branch will have the basketball as Kelsey Inman will come back in the game for the Lady Falcons. Uh, Abby Slayton comes back in the game. Ava Robinson comes back in the game for the Lady Tigers. 3.38. Lady Falcons with the basketball. They try to get into Tampa and it bounces off her shoulder and off a Dawson County player's shoulder out of bounds and will be... Falcons basketball with 25 on the play clock. Right now, Tamplin and Scott have been the two best players out in the court so far tonight for yep, Flyer Brand. They have. Goods has the basketball from Scott. Gives it back to Scott on the right wing. Scott trying to use a pick, not there. Gives it on the far side to Kanji Losi over here near us. Kanji Losi goes baseline, shoots it short, good, and foul. Basket's good. Foul's on number 11. Ramsey Smith, so old-fashioned three-point play as Scangiolosi will try to finish it off. Ramsey Smith will come out, and number 24, Andy Howell, her first action of the night for the Lady Tigers. One thing about Caitlin, she can play physical, too. No, she can. Scangiolosi's shot is up and good. She hit it, so she completed the old-fashioned three. Is 61-35 now. Lady Tigers with the lead. Kendra Coker has it on the far side. Gives it over to the new player, Howell. Howell between the circles looking for somebody. Gives it off to Ava Robertson. And then we've got a travel on Robertson. She gave it up to Slayton. And Slayton can't come behind her, but Robertson traveled with the basketball before she handed it off. Three minutes, seven seconds remaining here in the game. Now the boys' action nest between the Tigers and the Falcons. Judge with the basketball in the front court. Goods. Oh, she got by a player. Cangiolosi comes from the other side and gets the layup. Nice pass from Jayla Goods. And now we've got a timeout full by Coach Will Anglin. Will Anglin, so I did not like that. So we're back in 30 from Flying Branch So 97.5 Glory FM. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. Yeah, I think Coach Will Angle's trying to make a little change there with defense, Joe, something he didn't like there. Yeah, I believe that's what's going to happen right there. He didn't like that easy cut as they come down one side there and they were able to get it off to Caitlin, Caitlin Cangiolosi, and she was breaking down the left side of the lane, able to get the pass and goods and go in and get the layup. I go back to get the last year with David Dowson. I'm going to count the timeout was a teaching moment exactly. for Dawson County. Exactly. A teaching timeout is what that was exactly. So the Lady Lady Tigers will have the basketball over here on the sideline right in front of the Lady Falcons bench. The Falcon trying to dance there. He has to back up and get out of the way. Inbounds from Robertson to Ayers. Ayers with the basketball. Gives it over here to Coker. Coker. 
Goes down low to Bishop in the corner. Bishop looks to go inside, gets it over to Robertson. Back outside to Slayton, 4-3, knocked it down. That's seven. Two more will tie her record, 235 in the quarter. Number three, Guds has the basketball. Guds gives it over to Kangelosi. Kangelosi to Amaya Scott, right through her fingers and out of bounds. That's one of those that you're looking at it, you know what's coming, and you take my eye off of it just for a split second and it goes right through your hands. The coach is going, yes, no, man. Ayers with the basketball in the front court now for Dawson County. Gives it over to Coker. Coker gives it off to Bishop. Bishop at the elbow, short. Rebounded by Tamplin. Tamplin, nice job. Rebound on the basketball. Goes in a hurry to Scott. Scott going to take it all the way for the layup. Good. Nice job by Amaya Scott to go up and under and get the layup. And ask for some help, and we've got a timeout call by Coach Will Anglin. Nobody down there to help him. He's like, what? he looks at his players, he's like, what are y'all doing? Full timeout. No, I think. It's on 30 seconds. 30, yep, he just said 30. I yep. thought he said full, but it's 30-second timeout. And that's what I was saying. The girls just forgot who was supposed to go back and get the ball for yep. the trigger well, girl. Exactly. You had one girl who looked like was Ayers back there to trigger it in. All of a sudden, Kendra Coker finds herself up here, and they're hollering at her because there's nobody else up there. Kendra's sprinting the other way. And before the five-second count, Coach Anglin calls a quick, another teaching timeout he uh-huh. called right there. I mean, you could throw it halfway up the court, uh, try to get somebody, but they'll throw a double cover to a football player. Exactly. And uh, Ava Robertson takes it out, gets it to Anna Ayers. Ayers brings it up the court. Ayers gives it off to Slayton. Slayton over to Bishop. Bishop this side over to Coger inside for the layup to Abby Slayton. Oh, pretty play. Nice job. Slayton cuts to the basket very well, got open and got the layup. Fumbled on this end. Cangelosi has it now on the left wing. Left wing gives it to Tamplin. Tamplin with the left-hand shot. She turned. She caught it, turned, and shot it. No good. Rebound by Robertson. Robertson gives it off to Coker. Coker brings it in a hurry. Pulls it off to Ayers. Ayers brings it out. They're looking for Slayton. Slayton having to do a lot of running. They give it off to Robertson. Robertson to Ayers. Ayers with a short one. No good. Rebound by Cangelosi. Stolen by Ayers. Ayers gets it right back. She takes it in, and she's fouled from behind hard by Cangiolosi. That was almost intentional, but you knew what she was trying to yeah, do there. Yeah, she's keeping it from scoring, getting an easy layup, and you're kind of ill at yourself because you because you uh, let the ball get loose right there, so you're ill at yourself. Now Coach Anglin's going to empty the bench with 106. I'll get the subs for you as they come in, or at least I'll try. And Ayers will shoot two. Been all Dawson County from about the early in the first quarter on tonight. Now you've got, uh, all right, coming in the game. Uh, Andy Howell comes back in the game. Addison Smith comes back in the game. Ramsey Smith comes back in the game. Um, you've got, uh, looks like Elena Nelson will come in. Oh, she missed that free throw, so Tamplin gets the rebound. So Tamplin will kick it up to. Scott, Scott gets it over to on this side to Hawkins. Hawkins tries to square. Gets, she loses control of the basketball. Ayers has it. Ayers will push it up with 53 seconds. Ayers brings it down. Kicks it over on the far side to Gregory. Gregory shot a three. No good. Jordan Gregory, number 13 in the game. Shot that three. No good. Scott gets the rebound. She pushes it the other direction. Amaya with a left hand. No good. Rebound knocked away by Hawkins. And it will be... Out of bounds and be Lady Tigers basketball. 
you will have Elena Nelson will come in the game now. And you'll have all the subs now. You'll have Nelson, Gregory, Smith, Howell, and Smith in the game. You have number 13, Jordan Gregory in the corner. That's going to be Inman who steals it, knocks it away. And number one, Nelson gets it back with 21, about a second between the game clock and the shot clock. Moves over on this side to Howell. Howell up the top to Nelson. Nelson loses control of it. And it's going to be a jump ball, hell ball, and it will be Flower Ranch basketball with 10 seconds remaining in the game. 10.2 on the clock. Tamplin will throw it in to Scott. Ava Scott, or Kamaya Scott, will bring it up. Six, five, four, three. She'll pull up. Gives it the far side to White. White tries to drive the baseline. No good. That'll be the end of your ball game. Lady Tigers tonight win this one going away, 66 to 39. And we got much more for you coming up next. We're back in two minutes for Firebrands on 97.5 Glory FM. It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. We've seen many trends come and go over the years. The usually tried and true is the best. And that means steel from Autry's Ace this Christmas. Steel produces the number one selling chainsaw and a full line of outdoor power tools from blowers, trimmers, brush cutters, and construction tools. You can trust steel to get the job done. A steel chainsaw, trimmer, or blower is the perfect gift to give or to keep. Come by and see our full tried and true line of steel products today at Autry's Ace Hardware, Thompson Bridge Road in Gainesville. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Ear Systems. Family owned and operated for over 35 years, we offer the best service in North Georgia for heating, air, and plumbing. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at ConditionedEarSystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. And we are back here from Flyer Branch. Joe Gailey and Mike Warfit with you here, courtside at the Falcons' nest. Back in the studios, reducing the game as always, Nathan Laddy. And in this ball game, it shows you how important a first half can be. With Dawson County jumping out to the big first half lead, then we had the short six minute fourth quarter. And what a great job by Abby Sample Slayton. And really, you start naming all of the Lady Tigers on this team. What a job they did. Whereas it looks like Coach Courtney Newton still trying to five, find the right five that she needs to be victorious. I'll be talking with Coach Newton at halftime of our boys' ball game. Boys are out in the court right now. 
And down to our left is Coach David Hawkins. Is this a Coach Tyler Sanders for the Flyer Branch Falcons? Down to our right is Todd Cottrell, head boys coach at Dawson County High School. It'll be interesting to see how this boys' ball game comes. We'll preview that game after we wrap things up with our girls' ball game. Joe's getting all the totals, also getting the scoring lineups for the boys' ball game. We're right behind the new scores table here at Flyer Branch as they were telling me they have this new 16-foot-long digital scores table, which is really Jetson-like from my standpoint, how it used to be back in the day. But now Joe is back with us to wrap things up for that girls' ball game. So I was talking to Joe while you were all gone there during the break. Is that it shows you how important the first half can be when you start really clicking and you get a big lead there. You can do a lot yeah. of things in the second half. It, it makes a lot of difference. You can play a lot of players as he did throughout the game but you know they're they're late in the game and it it uh they their their pressure defense was able to, to cause three or four turnovers there in the first half and they were able to get points off of every one of them whether it be a layup a free throw or kick it out and get a three and that made a big difference so there's probably eight to twelve points right there in the first half that came off of that, it, that player branch didn't even get it across mid-court so that that'll hurt you every time because you that means you gave up a chance to score and then on the opposite side you know, good defense. I would give credit to Coach Will Anglin's team for that. They played good defense on their end, only allowing basically one shot. Um, there wasn't many times that they were able to get a second shot there, and that uh, that hurt the um, uh, the team from Flair Branch. Now, there comes our old friend Chris Carpenter walking by. Hey, Chris, how you doing? Good to see you, sir. And uh, it's, a, it's a tough game, but I think it's a good learning game. I think, by, as you mentioned, at Tamplin and and uh, Amaya Scott. Scott probably were the two yep. top players tonight. They were. They led the scoring tonight. Well, actually, uh, Jayla Goods had 11. Amaya Scott had 11. Uh, Jess Tamplin had eight. Tangelosi had seven. And Randolph had two. Uh, so they didn't overwhelm anybody. Uh, but I think they learned some things tonight. They're going to handle the basketball better uh, because if people watch this tape, and they go back and say, well, if we pressure them in a 2-1-2 or a 1-3-1, uh-huh. we're going we're, we're to score early and often. And uh, so they're going to have to work on that pressure, that's for sure. Certainly, Kawhi, 11 points by Judge. By Judge, you know, that, I didn't think she had near that many points. That just shows yep. what she could do. Yep, she wound up with 11. She had eight in the first half, uh, and she did have a couple threes according to the uh, scorebook, and she only had three in the second half, so they shut her down there pretty good. The um, For Dawson County, you had uh, J.C. Wilson. She had four. Anna Ayers had five. Morgan Chester had two. And Morgan, um, she looks like she's physically able to probably score a lot more. Uh, she just probably was looking at, at uh, handling the ball and dishing off tonight. Kendra Coker went up with six, a couple of threes. Eva Bishop, who really impressed me, uh, she, looked, she looked really good with both hands, left hand, getting the ball, going to the basket, left hand layup, very nice. She went up with 16 and leading all scores. Abby Slayton tonight with 31. She has seven three-pointers, six in the first half. So uh, score by quarters, Dawson County 21-10 to 10 after one, 48-19 at the break, 56-26 after three, and wound up being 66-39. to 39. Where's your final? You know, one thing about, again, we saw these two teams play to start things off last year. And it's interesting for those girls to come back, how you see it how they have matured and gotten better at the same time. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, they, they've they gotten better, and, and I I know their next game, Flair Branch's next game is not until, I think, the 28th. 
so that, next, the Monday the 20th oh, next they, week. They play next week, all right. Right, they're, and, they're playing in Gunnersville, Alabama. Gotcha, In a okay. Thanksgiving tournament. All right. Well, and, and that's good, so they'll get a couple more non-region games before they get in the crux of the schedule in uh, late December and, and January. Of course, they have the Little Land Tournament also, and maybe work all these kinks out and work on stuff. And you know that they'll, they'll go to work right tonight, probably looking at Tate and then going from there. Well, with that, the – Tigers are in action this weekend in Cold Mountain at the North Forsyth Thanksgiving Tournament. Mm-hmm. While the girls from Flying Branch, they'll be in Gunnersville, Alabama on Monday and Tuesday of next week. Again, school is out next week for the Hall County School District yep. for the Thanksgiving holiday. Mm-hmm. And for the Flying Branch boys, they're going to be at that East Jackson th- tip-off Thanksgiving Tournament over the weekend going yep. into next week also. So we got three different locations for the two schools and there are four teams coming up this week. That's why we don't have a game for you next Tuesday. Everybody's playing in Thanksgiving tournaments. All over the place, yep. So our next high school broadcast of high school basketball is two weeks from tonight on the Oak River 28th with Jefferson taking it on North. I'll be interested. I told J.D. I said, hey, we get a chance to see what Jefferson is doing in that same region here yep. with uh, Flying Branch in Region 8 Quintain. Now that's our next one with North Hall and Jefferson. We'll get to see that in a couple yep. weeks uh, up at North Hall. But, uh, you know, uh, if you're a sports fan, especially a high school sports fan like we are, uh, this is a great time of year for us because we're getting to see a little bit of everything. Football winding down, basketball starting up, keeping up with the softball in the in the area and how they did. So it's uh, just a wonderful time of year. Plus the holidays coming on, so it's all fun. Yep. And with that, Joe, just let you know, before we take our break, is a week from Friday. We bring you the glory of Christmas. We'll change all Christmas music all day, all day long. Uh, every day through the end of the calendar year right here on 97.5 Glory FM with the glory of Christmas. It all begins on November 24th will be your Christmas radio station in North Georgia. Of course, we'll bring you all the latest in sports coverage also right here on your radio station for North Georgia sports. We're back in two minutes. We'll, more, we'll preview the boys' ball game after this timeout. You're tuned to high school basketball on 97.5 Glory FM. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 830 and 1130 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org org slash black and blue. It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. All grill masters know that flavor is the most important thing. And that's why all of us at Autry's know that Traeger is the number one selling wood-fired grill in the world. They certainly are. The original Traeger was invented over 30 years ago in Mount Angel, Oregon, and they've been perfecting the art of wood fire cooking ever since. It's the wood pellets. That's what gives the amazing flavor. And that's why we carry such a variety. Surprise someone special with the world's best-selling grill from Traeger this year. We'll help you find the Traeger that's right for you at Autry's Ace Hardware, Thompson Bridge Road in Gainesville. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. 
Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at siphonlogistics.com. 